Hey Fades, thank you for checking out the first episode of Chapter 3 of The Fate of Ison. I'm DM Brad, and if this is your first time listening to the show, welcome. If not, welcome back. We're going to get uh, this long-awaited chapter underway in just a minute, but first, we've got a new donor on Patreon this week. Huge thank you to Sam Malcolm. Your support is very appreciated in these trying times. We need all the help we can get to fight back against the evil Arkvale Emperor. Emperor? The evil Arkvale Empire... And you are doing your part. Also, huge thanks to our other amazing Patreons, Alex White Robinson, Person Who Wants to Stay Anonymous, Robert Baldino, Irene Cucci, Laura Christine Goodwin, James Blyser, Sajay Hodgkins, Laura Douglas, Mel Ziegler, and Roger Afamata. In this episode, we're joined by longtime patron, supporter, fan art creator, and all-around wicked person, Irene Cucci. Very exciting. Okay, here's the recap. Last time, the Squadeth journeyed down the northern face of the Great Brusian Mountains with their new friend Goose Drubbins the Ogre. They encountered a hundred wolves which Marley murdered by flinging them off the mountain, a giant spider, a young woman named Laura, her friend Cy the Shark, that's a shark duck, and then fought a mysterious gnome woman who called herself the Castle Guardian. Fuck yeah. Oh, um, so... Hello everybody. This is the first episode of Chapter 3 of The Fate of Ison. I am joined by Oliver Scripps. Oh, get on it. Hi, this is Oliver <laughs> Scripps. Um, I was totally ready to be led in by name. I wasn't uh, daydreaming at the side at all, and I'm excited to be here. Hello, how are you? Uh, and by <laughs> The whole thing just watched me stare into the middle distance for like 30 seconds while I missed my name being read out. Oh, well, t- t- technically, Brad didn't look at you at all because he can't see you, so... But That's we all still, we all still here. Yeah, you're just dead here for Brad. Anyway, hi! And Julia Burgesser. <laughs> yeah, I've already been talking. I talked before my name. It's really bad etiquette in podcasts, I know. Uh, and I apologize for my poor, poor form. Uh, and we are also joined by a very special guest, longtime supporter and friend of the show and uh, creator of many uh, wonderful fan art drawings. You've heard her name before. It is Irene Coochie. Irene Coochie. She's been all over this place like stink on a monkey. Totes with goats. <laughs> Day one. The original fatey. The original. Oh, she's she's OG, OG fatey. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, so white when we say it. <laughs> it's like it's terribly white. You know how your mum calls it a DVD, like it's three different letters? <laughs> <laughs> Same fucking thing, eh? <laughs> okay. Um, so, uh, as a, I'll give a quick recap, and then what we'll do is we will, uh, werewolf, werewolf, uh, we will <laughs> kick off. The most beautiful part chat. of this is that Brad was uh, earlier a little bit grumpy because we weren't starting on time, and now we've preambled for three minutes straight. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, we will start this chapter from the eyes of a new character, um, but you will see how and why. Um, so, quick recap last time, you made your way down the northern face of the Great Brugian Peaks where Marley killed a hundred wolves by thunder-waving them off the mountain. Okay, not on purpose, um, though. <laughs> just, just to be clear. The whole song, no, I know, but I, f- I forgot that the cliff was there. Just, I just, I need that to be clear. <laughs> 
You forgot you were on a cliff. No, no, I forgot that we were still on the cliff. We went down a rope and then I thunder waved. Yeah, but if we just killed them one by one, that would have been a cool battle. But you just got it done, you know? Um, Yeah, well. Goose Goose Drubbins, uh, your ogre friend, killed a giant spider with his spike growth spell. Uh, you caught some you caught some fish next to a lake with a young woman called Laura. Um, you rode a shuck, which is a telepathic shark duck. We will um, not get into it because we don't have the time, Bradley. Irene drew an awesome uh, picture of that today, um, and then found then you found a secret tunnel leading beneath the royal keep of Stonemore. Uh, there you found a torchlit room where a gnome woman in a brown robe, who referred to herself as the Castle Guardian. Um, you fought her. She fucked you up severely with some fire and ice spells. Um, then Marley, with one hit point left, finish her off with a thunder wave into a bookshelf. Yeah. Um, Goose is right, that's no Goose. Goose is unconscious. Banfor is unconscious. You're all burned and bleeding heavily. Um, we begin with a. Uh, Sorry, oh, that what? puts you in a First really all... good mood, eh, going in. By the way, you're all burned and bleeding heavily. <laughs> so, have fun, guys. See you later. The DM. Uh, um, and that's the... Um, yeah. Kyra, um, Irene, can you introduce Kyra. Uh, the players and, and listeners to your character? Uh, I'm playing a halfling monk. Her name is Kyrene. She comes from the Hidden Temple of Sands. Okay. That's cool. Um, you, so you were in the city of Stonemore um, at the base of the mountain um, the day before, and you saw a strange occurrence, what looked like a hundred wolves flying yeah. off the face of this mountain. Um, you had a, quite a few things to tie up um, in the city that day, but then you made a plan to venture out first thing in the morning to um, go up the mountain and investigate on your way up the mountain you happen to see a strange group of uh, an ogre a tall human uh, and a half elf woman um, walking suspiciously behind the royal keep so you decided to follow them for a distance Um, they went into a forest and then they uh, found some kind of secret entrance to something in the face of the mountain um, you followed them and came upon a bloody, horrific scene where you see a the half-elf woman is the only person left standing. Oh. <sighs> uh... Unconscious noises. <laughs> I'm assuming you're behind me? And I haven't turned uh... around yet? Yeah, I'm going to guys, probably. Oh, just, like, <laughs> exhaling over the fucking body of that castle guy. <laughs> uh, what happened here? Ah! Who are you? <laughs> uh, my name's Kyrene. Uh, it looks like you might need some help. Uh, I'm fine. I'm totally fine. I'm, I'm, I'm bleeding from, like, everywhere, but I'm totally fine. <laughs> I've got got a spell slot left i think uh i am going to bring to my robes a a um potion of your healing and hand it to her like you might want to take this okay and 
Just, just. Hey, stranger, have this liquid. You don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what Marley's thinking. Marley just sort of, with her spare slow slot, just kind of like randomly waves her hands around for a little bit and and sings a little song quietly under her breath and detects thoughts of you just because there would be no way she would take a potion from somebody without checking to see what they Smart were thinking. thinking Jules. <laughs> yeah. Smart thinking we don't want to get Trentist again. Um, yeah, okay. totally. Um, so does Irene have to save? Yeah. Any a, saves against it's this? a wisdom save. Uh, DC 16. Uh, that's a 17. Oh, bugger. So, oh, snap. So you actually know I've cast it, I'm pretty sure, as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Either way, the target yeah. knows. Yeah. So it fails, but you know I tried. You know, you don't have to read my mind. It's just a healing potion. Okay. Well, let's just say I've been done over before. So never pays to check, right? Like, okay, okay. And I, I scale it back, fuck it. <laughs> um, as you do, um, some, what, what are your passive perceptions, you two? Uh, uh, 13. What's unconscious um, perception? <laughs> Zero. Perception, oh, 12. give me like a negative nine. If I can Un- match 20, <laughs> can I hear them while unconscious? I'm getting to you, mate. Okay, sure. Why not? Why All not? Right, first try. Let's have, let's, this is the honest let's have a good time. Oh, 18. Oh, still with a negative nine. That's uh, <laughs> Yeah, but um, if I can hit a 20. Um, yeah. What's the skill on that? I, 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 looking at, yeah, okay, cool. We did a perception roll. So I what, assume that's... what was, yep. What was your passive, sorry, Irene? Uh, 12. Okay. Um, you hear something approaching down the tunnel. That you just came down. Okay. And I go, crap, shit, fuck knuckles. And I uh, uh, cast um, cure wounds quickly because I'm like, crap, none of us can take like any more beating up. I need my tank back. So I cast cure wounds quickly. Uh, Oliver, I'm pretty sure I've only got second level left though, dude. So I can do that for you. Um, So I'm on dead. Yeah. So I give you 12. Uh, so you, just tu- you touch him in some way and he magically regains 12 hit points. Do you sing a song? Y- yes. You're not going to make me do it, eh? I mean, <laughs> not with you that can scan it if you want to. <laughs> oh, I need my phone. <laughs> Hey, chick- chicken tenders guy. I need my phone. Oh yeah. Please check on my chicken tenders for me. I love tenders you. boy. Thanks. Oh, can um, we talk about the elephant in the room? No offense about uh, your weight, obviously. Um, yeah. So let's just mention this because um, Monty will be editing this later. Uh, Monty uh, is currently uh, listening to us um, record because Monty is our new video editor of 
Fate of Aizen. So he's going to grab little clips of our video and make us up cute little video trailers and stuff um, so that you can kind of see what we're up to and get the visual jokes and have some fun. So we're still working on that, but we're getting there. It's good. And also... Professionalizing and expanding our content creation tools for you, team. Boom, yeah. boom, boom. That is correct. Um, and currently, Molly also does, I want to cure your wounds. I'm rolling two D8s. That's what she's doing. Yeah, that's correct. Okay. Uh, Goose Drubbins just rolled a nat 20 on his huh. death save. So he wakes up with one hit point and he, he says, what the What the hell happened? Oh, oh, I'm... I'm Did I I'm, win? Uh, well, you're alive. Yay, you're alive another day. Um, but there is something coming from down the hallway. Uh, Bamfor oh. is woozily trying to get his helmet on the right way. Um, <laughs> what does your helmet look remember. like? Is it a tooth? Yeah. Oh, it's a tooth. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I keep remembering that I have a huge tooth hat on like I'm selling Colgate. Because um, <laughs> in my mind, it's, oh, like no. a, it's like a broken incisor or it's like a... It's like a cool tooth. It's all jaggedy and like brown and shit. But also, I just think of like a tooth helmet. Coming coming into view down the tunnel is a single wolf with grey fur. Shit, is he from up the mountain? And, and it's just sort of it's it's uh, <laughs> like nervously edging its way into the room. It would, wouldn't it? <laughs> totally would. We can't hear Jules. Oh, I, 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 guys, 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 I put myself on mute. Guys, chill. Yeah, you did. I just can't, I can't have another death on my hands. Let me see if I can talk to this one. Uh, four is uh, comedically trying to sneak up on the wolf. As though you were some sort of wily coyote. Don't don't oh, make me don't make me hail of thorns, you. The, the wolf sort of tilts its head in curiosity at Banfor's very obvious approach. Um, Banfor reaches into the recess of his robe and pulls out like a pretty fresh hand, and sort of you know cuts it up a little bit. You know, just put you know little little cheeky knife between the fingers, rip it back. You got yourself quite a nice. You think about it. Kind of like a, like a chicken wing, kind of, you know, like a finger and hand meat. Like a thumb yep. would be like a chicken yeah. wing. If Them's good eats. Them's good eats. That's what I'd, Okay. I'd okay. Anyway, um, so just strips off one of them oddly specific human body parts um, to, and, and I'll, uh, he chucks it to the wolf. Okay. Yeah, it lands in front of the wolf and it sort of looks at you, it, like tilts its head the other way and then almost as if, like, shrugging, sort of, just goes, oh, well, this is a meal, and just, like, starts chowing down. Okay. That's good. Do I, uh, do I retain any of those I... um, mushrooms? No, you just sort of pick them oh. off the ceiling and ate them. I thought about that in the shower yesterday, that I should have done that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I'm now, like, the drugs caster. It's great. Molly, Molly feels uh, such a guilt inside of her based on what happened to a hundred wolf puppies um, earlier in the day. And, and, and somewhere within the reserves of herself finds a new spell. Um, and it's, and, and, and it like 
desperately wanting to make sure that this wolf knows that we're okay and and not to attack us casts animal friendship kind of accidentally almost for the first time um and like casts it out at the wolf yeah that's a thing is it the theme is it the theme song from friends (laughs) (laughs) so no one told you life was gonna be this way <laughs> we are anyway. all nerds. Um, um, yeah, so that's my my new okay, so spell. It, Do we need to address explain, that? Um, hang on, first of all, mechanics. Explain animal friendship to me. Cool. So the spell lets me convince a beast that I mean it no harm. Um, it must be within range to see and hear me. Um, if its intelligence is four or higher, then it fails, but otherwise it must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or it's charmed by me. Unless we hurt it, in which case it's charm ends. But. Okay, let me try the wisdom saving throw on the wolf. Uh-huh. On the wolf. On the wolf. Das Wolf, uh, wisdom save, it rolled a five. It does cool. not meet the save. It How gentle of you to this wolf, by the way. We feel so bad about the hundred of the other ones. <laughs> I feel really bad. Like, yeah, super it bad. Itself. It, it looks up from there. puppies? Yeah, they were also puppies. And then one of them um, came home to look for its family. So many puppies. Or was it the mother and came back and couldn't find the kids? It, it, um, the wolf looks up from the hand at, directly at Marley and it makes like almost sort of meaningful eye contact, like a, like when a dog tries to size you up to see if you're good or not. Yeah. And then it um, picks up the hand in its mouth and it <laughs> takes like friendly steps towards you across the room. Okay. Yeah, like, so I get down kind of, like, into a crouch and I hold my hand out, like, like for it to sniff or whatever. It drops the hand in its mouth and eats your hand. Cool. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it's charmed by me, dick. <laughs> it, bites, it bites your face off and gives it to Banfor. <laughs> conveniently, I just want to say, conveniently, animal friendship does actually need a morsel of food. So, thanks, Banfor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so thank you to this fella here. <laughs> so I start like um, petting it if I can, oh, if by, it lets me. By the way, yeah, yeah, it does. It lets you. Um, by the way, when you guys fought the Castle Guardian, um, you cut a uh, Benfor cut off her right arm. Oh, oh, yeah. oh yeah. Can I? I will just describe your surroundings now that it's not all adrenaline. Um, you will be taking them in a little bit better. The room is perfectly circular. Uh, this is underground, so it's rock. But there is a large wooden table um, on the table, uh, two books, and there's like various odds and ends of food. Um, there is also a bookcase which is now fallen down with the gnome woman underneath it, and there is a large, very large, like heavy wooden door with iron framing. While we're having a look around the room, and while I'm stroking the wolf, I'm, I'm, I'm. Which again I'm is like, a beautiful euphemism yeah, for an oh, yeah. stroking a wolf. What she okay. needs to do. To get okay. Stress. Anyway. Um, I imagine we're all standing around chatting, but while we're all kind of chatting, I'm casually casting the ritual in the background, speak with animals, but it takes me 10 minutes. So I'm going to, yeah, so while I'm doing that. Yeah. So your ritual will, will uh, it'll have to have like certain elements to it, like setting up mm-hmm. some kind of like sim- symbolism in the room, maybe singing certain words in certain ways over yeah. a period of time. Yeah. 
um, uh, during this point. So I'm Van doing that. Uh, sniffing, just sniffing books, eating rounds of hard cheese, general barbarian slash bloodhunter stuff, you know? Yeah, Goose gets up. Uh, he, like, crawls, like, his way to his feet, um, like, using the table to pull himself up, and he says, um, this is, this is too much for me. Um, this is more than I bargained for. Uh, I'm gonna go back to my shack now, and he just, like, hobbles, still bleeding, just hobbles out the tunnel, goes, oh, it was nice to meet you, as he walks away. Uh, I'm gonna stop him and give him a potion of radiant healing for the road. Oh, thank you, um, I didn't want to ask. I didn't want to be rude, but I, I really <laughs> need this. He's <laughs> just going to go, like, die in a corner, like a little dog, oh. rather like, than inconvenience I'm... another person. <laughs> I'm, I'm, glad one of, I'm glad one of you noticed that I'm dying. <laughs> didn't want to become a problem. How by the many way, extras um... of ours have died so far, by the way, do you think? Uh, like, how many know. NPCs have now died? Just in their life after know. meeting us. Oh no, Steamface has been dragged to a cell somewhere. Oh, you yeah. don't know where Spidey is. Spidey was just left in Sorm. Um, yeah, but he we, know, we know Squaffle Squad is dead. Died. Yeah, we know. Dead. We know Squaffle's dead. dead. Yeah. Um, Grafflet, the other ogre, the friendly ogre from the mines, you don't know where he is. You might have killed him. Squaffle Squad might have killed him. Who knows? I mean,. The real question is, how is Gorgor? (laughs) Gorgor, rather. I have a little um, story that involves Gorgor and a bunch of other... And um, Lieutenant Alex White-Robinson and Daria Bride and... Oh, we're crushing the stream. Now (laughs) knowing how to play D&D. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, um, have you guys been hearing that little diddle-loop, that's been coming over the computer? No. I I, I haven't. Okay, cool. Um, I'm just checking because Buddy Paul from Necropoticon has been messaging me through Discord right now. And he said, butts, 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 butts. And he was like, I'm just trying to get my butts on the show. And I was like, Because he knows we're recording because I told him. Thanks, (laughs) Paul. Like, Paul's just literally just texting me, butts, 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 butts. So, hi, Paul. Your butt is on the show. Um, okay, so you've taken in the room, um, you are petting a wolf, Goose has hobbled out with a potion from Kyrene, you are now left to roleplay, I suppose. Cool. <laughs> See you later. I'll just... I'll... Hey, go <laughs> make friends I'll... with those kids. Bye. I'll come, I'll come back later. <laughs> cool. Well, I'm um, going to check out some of the books. Uh, hi. Also. Hi. While, while she's Hello. putting symbols out and singing songs and waiting for candles uh, to burn. Checking under the table and just around in general forgotten corners for anything of um, note. Um, well, there's no corners because it's a circular room. Um, <laughs> the, oh, my good God, sir. Ge- geometry. Um, the... um, where on earth <laughs> on the spectrum are you from? Where am I? <laughs> I, I I am the spectrum. I, the, I am the spectrum, uh, baby. Th- thanks for the potion. Still You're putting out candles. Um, the the yeah the noteworthy things in the room are the table, the bookshelf, and the door. Uh, is there any general detritus in the room? Like, is it lived in, or is it completely clean and Spartan? You you get the um the impression that this is like a station, 
and like people spend an allotted amount of time here like the um, the gnome woman there was there are two books on the table as well as like the the odds and ends of food so there's bread cheese there's three apples um on the table of course there's um, a toilet in the room uh do, there doesn't appear to be a toilet in the room you could imagine maybe she goes out and does it in the woods like a bear I just haven't noticed any like facilities in any of your dungeons yet, so I'm just worried about you know HR for the ghouls and goblins. Oh no! <laughs> oh. No dungeon doodies. Yeah, and you pass a fully stocked fridge, providing at least a breakfast meal for its employees. Like, oh, that's a nice touch for these goblins that are going to murder. There's ergonomic um, computer chairs. Oh, that's uh, nice. There's a lift to make it accessible, you know, because because Osh. Um, yep. Has, has my, like, has my no ritual been here, casted but would she have yet? One? <laughs> there's no what? There's no pension for her, obviously. But if she was alive, would she have gotten one? Uh, yeah, I mean, you could presume that she's an employee or some member of, of um, noble servant. So she might have some kind of plan going on. She might have a saver. Mm, this is fascinating. Anyway, is my ritual <laughs> cast yet? Yes. You, you complete your ritual as Kyrene and Banfor uh, explore the room. Um, you do notice um, Kyrene and or Banfor, whoever checks out the table. Um, I'm guessing Banfor goes for that food. Yeah. Uh, uh, you're generally chewing on a hard cheese, maybe an end of bread, maybe a nice yeah. ducker. Um, the two books on the table, Banfor can't read, um, but Kyrene um, can see that the, one of them is the complete anthology of Janet Ostrin. Uh, which is Trestlespoon's favourite author he established in the first episode. Ah, oh, that's um, right! Yeah, that's the one. Oh, that makes me happy. And the other book is um, <laughs> Anstice's History of Animal Feces Illustrated 3rd Edition, um, which is a reference that one person in the world will get. Hey, Craig. Um, <laughs> it's an important plot element in a different game uh, yes. where his character had purchased the 4th edition. But also um, in Isen, that happened in Isen. Very yeah. important. The other books that have fallen off the now fallen bookshelf appear to just be like dusty historical tomes. Cool. Can I talk to my wolf yet? Yes, you can now talk to your wolf. <laughs> <laughs> and I, 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 I say, um, hello, to start with. Oh, hey, I can, I can understand you. Yeah, I, I got a cool spell thing that I do that lets me talk to you just for a little bit um, at a time. Oh, oh, sick. And then he holds up a paw like to do like devil horns. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, you might be the coolest wolf I've ever met. Totes. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm Hodge. What's going on? What's up, Hodge? I'm uh, Marley Craft. Uh, you probably haven't heard of me because you're a wolf, uh, but I'm sort of semi-famous. Sweet. <laughs> um, well, thanks for giving me a, some food. And then he sort of tilts his head towards Banfor. What's 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 your deal? What what's you up to? What's what's, what's 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 happening? Uh, um, and all you can hear is. <laughs> okay. I came in here because I smelled blood. And fire? Like, a lot of blood, though. Yeah, that would be us. Uh, please don't eat us. <laughs> We're oh, kind no, of... I'm, I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna eat you. Do you have any more hands? These are... Uh, these, we... are rom, rom, rom. these are nice. To be honest, we 
do tend to kind of gather hands wherever we go. It's a thing. Oh, wicked. Wait, do you want to... Do you want to come along and eat hands with us? Marley's thinking it'll... I've never heard a better invitation. Are you going to eat hands too? I don't want to. I don't want to be a dick. The only dick who's eating. Oh, I know. I mean, I I'll eat, but you can have the hands if you like. If that means that you'll come with us. Uh, yeah. I mean, I I don't know how much of like the, this mountain you know, but like my family's dead, so I got nothing to lose. Oh God, what happened to your family? Like all of them just fell off the mountain yesterday. Weird. I don't know anything about that um uh, uh, <laughs> yeah no totally um so yeah that, that sucks for you um Molly's looking yeah, really un- really uncomfortable at this point <laughs> and it's just kind of like oh god she owes a life debt to this wolf but she can't tell the wolf that she owes a life debt to the wolf because like that would be a thing, then, and he might what actually else eat her. How do you know that she owes so, a life debt to this so, wolf? What, what, what's wrong, Marley Craft? You, you look pensive, like like you owe a life debt to someone you can't tell that you owe a life debt to. <laughs> yeah, uh, I just feel you know lonely sometimes. You know, my family <laughs> has never made an effort to find me. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, you know, you know I what get... I do when I get lonely? I rub what's... the wolf. Really. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I mean, I'm rubbing you right now. Is this good for you? Yeah, it's good anyway. <laughs> I mean, I'm watching Marley have that existential crisis, but in wolf. She <laughs> <laughs> goes completely fucking mental. And when Ben, when, when Banful thinks you're weird, you're weird. <laughs> yeah. And they don't even know what I'm saying. I don't know if you're like, is this normal for her? What? Ooh, uh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you have to like kind of look down. She's like three foot three, so she's very short. She's like trestle spoon height. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, yeah. I'm gonna try not to attach too much emotion to this. So <laughs> <laughs> probably a good idea. Um. Yeah. Who's cool. that? Uh, my name's Karine. Cool, 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 cool. Come cool. <laughs> here often, or <laughs> not that much? Not no, that much. not that much, eh? No, no. Yeah, first time here myself. Um, yeah. <laughs> first, I'm gonna go see what Marley's doing, uh, and then <laughs> yeah. walks over to, to talk to Marley. Um, um, and he's like. Hey. Molly's <laughs> wrapping up her conversation aware that she's running out of time with speak with animals and is just sort of telling the wolf about what they're up to so so yeah so we have to go see this queen and and give her a message you know and see if she wants help and the resistance is going to help her and yeah and we're totally part of the resistance you could be a resistance wolf oh my god this could be so exciting I'm really excited all- to have met you Hodge me, me too, man. That sounds cool. Um, quick question: What's a queen? Is that like an alpha? Yeah, kind of. Like, but not everybody always follows the rule. You know, the alpha gets challenged sometimes, so the queen kind of gets, you know, killed sometimes. It happens, right? Like in every. Yeah, we we know all about that. Did yeah. I tell you my family died? 
Yeah, yeah, I don't know if mine's alive. I'm hoping so. Well, we can find them together. I'll help you. Okay. And then, like, she hugs Hodge. Um, so if she, only she can talk to this animal and she's the only human that this animal can understand. Like, he doesn't speak human for a certain amount of time. Uh, correct, like, yeah, she, yeah, no, no. um, Marley, um, Marley gave herself says, the ability. Bambo says, Marley, do you think we killed his kids? Marley just looks up at you with this death glare. <laughs> like, Pretty sure this is the and, same and, time. And, like, covers wolf. the wolf's ears at the same time, remember, even remember though... earlier when uh, you killed all those wolves. Pretty, pretty, probably the reason it's here is for revenge, Marley, for you. Not now, Benfor. <laughs> oh, righto. Can we go? Yeah, and, and as she goes to say goodbye to the wolf, she realises her spells run out. So she just goes, oh, but bye, Hodge. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was so evil. Very, very excitingly. <laughs> Uh, uh, that's that was that was setting up the fact that Mali has taken a point in Ranger and now has a uh, beast companion that can fight with her. Yay! What? If I had attacked it? What? what if I had attacked it? Yeah, well then was- I would have had to have had another type of pet. <laughs> if if you had killed this wolf, we would have gone back to the lake, and she would have Sai the Shuck as her yep. companion. That's what Brad was threatening. Yes. <laughs> cool. So anyway. Um, cool. So you are in a room where there is a bookshelf lying on a gnome woman who has one arm, and there so is a heavy room. door and a table. I do search the bitch um, for. Sorry, that was really inappropriate, but also called for. <laughs> she nearly killed us. Um, I um, do search her for like so. keys or I don't know whatever she's got on her. So I pull the bookshelf kind of off her enough for her to drag her out from underneath the bookcase and search her. Yep. Okay, I won't get you to roll any of that. Um, I mean, with a, with enough attempts, you can get the bookshelf and with enough attempts you can rifle through all of the pockets of her robe cool um and you find in her pockets um a large ornate key um a flask like a like a steel flask mm-hmm. and a um a small tobacco pipe with a pouch of what looks a lot like bloodweed <gasps> oh my god i know oh i just i <laughs> I love that Irene actually knows. Um, I just tuck that blood weed straight down the front of my outfit, like, <laughs> like straight down. So you're um, crouching down over this body and you're like, oh, this is mine. Yep, totally. <laughs> I even I even take the pipe, put that in my pocket, take the flask, open it up, sniff it. It smells like whiskey. Amazing. Puts the lid back on, puts that in my pocket, and then holds. Um, you see Bam Ford notice the, the scent of something upon the wind? Roll perception. <laughs> That's what I um, want. Ban- I will fight Banfor, you for Banfor, that. Banfor, Banfor, Banfor. <laughs> let me let me just let me just cannon here. Banfor has no sense of smell. Oh, <gasps> that I'm is so true. Sorry. He, however, does have. St- he still has chemical receptors in the nose. Um, like a blind person can tell the difference between uh-huh, light and dark. Uh-huh, uh-huh. There are certain essential elements that I think that Banfor, with double disadvantage, could see if he could specifically smell. Okay. Yep. Give me double disadvantage on uh, a perception check. Uh, 
face as you look. Not too bad. An eleven. Against the laws of probability, you you get the faintest, faintest little whiff of what you're pretty sure is the the drink that you like. Um, just a whole bunch of like, just imagine that for the next, I'd say ten or so minutes, um, Banfors essentially just got Barry White in his ears. <laughs> uh, and it sort of saunters up to Marley and sort of gently but firmly moves her aside and takes the flask and walks off to not a corner, a different area of the perfect <laughs> Anyway, um, holds up. <laughs> exactly. Uh, as you're walking off, Marley, like, shakes her head and should, says, should have had a swig. And I could have. Um, holds up the key, too, and goes, this might be important. What do you reckon? I'll try the door with it. Nah, that's what I'm thinking. Well, I mean, I don't even know if the door's locked yet. I haven't tried it. Is this the way to the castle? Do you know? Is it Irene um, or Kyrene? I'm not really... We met an Irene once. She was awesome. It's Kyrene. Um, Kyrene, got it. Yeah. <laughs> Irene took, like, um, arrows. Yeah. She was wicked. Yeah, Irene was a badass. <laughs> yeah. um, did she die? Uh, oh, no, she didn't die, did she? No, no, you hit on her. <laughs> oh, yeah, she's seen it out. Yeah. yeah. Um, Kyrene, you you don't know what this door is, but based on its location, you can ascertain it probably leads under the castle. Okay. Uh, I think it leads under the castle. I'm not too sure. Okay. Uh, and Mali standing up from the body and having rifled through its pockets kind of unapologetically um says well Kyrene, if you're not going to kill us which you're clearly not because you handed me a health potion and i do feel much better thank you for that uh you're we're gonna go try and rescue the queen well see if she wants to be rescued is kind of more the point and if this is going under the castle then that's where we're going. So if you have a problem with that, now's the time to stop us or try to. Uh, I don't want to fight you, but I will if I have to. Uh, actually, I was wondering, can I possibly come with? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, we've got a party vacation because Goose left. You know, he wasn't with us long. <laughs> a party hey. vacation, then. That's, <laughs> that's like spring, what, spring break? <laughs> <laughs> spring break is the party. <laughs> Like, okay, a, a vacancy in the party. Okay, Molly was <laughs> Molly did get hit quite hard, right? <laughs> like <laughs> We're hiring. Um, we're hiring. Yeah. We're totally hiring. Uh yeah. Cool. Yeah. Come with. Yeah. What do you do? What's your thing? Uh I'm a monk. Sweet. So... I hear you guys can punch and kick real hard. Yes. On the That's other side of the room you hear. We met God once. Tell you all about it if you want. Um, and then the sound of uh, Banfor slipping over in his own piss. Yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> also, that is completely normal. Uh, and Molly's saying this as she's walking towards the door to see if she can try it and like see if it unlocks <laughs> or opens or what. Uh, okay, yeah. As you approach the door, um, so you get your first proper look at it, and you see that um, 
It is uh, like a rich reddish brown wood, um, and it is covered in mo- like multiple carved depictions of the axe sword symbol of Sorgamul. Um, and there are some words mm. scrawled all over it. You see in Dwarven script, uh, in like quite a few different places, it says, what is new decays, what decays renews. Like over and over again in different places around this door. What is new decays, and what decays, what decays is decays new. Renews. Yeah. Um, roll a religion renews. check. Um, oh. Ky- Kyrene, what are you doing while she's examining this door? Uh, I probably actually went with her, so I'm curious about that door too. Um, okay, I so you can roll ten. religion as well. All right. Although with advantage for you, Kyrene, because you live locally. Oh, that's much better. Uh, 17. Okay, 17. And Marley, what were you? Um, I'm a 10. Okay, um, Marley, you um, you put together the axe sword symbol and that slogan, and you think you're, you're pretty sure you heard that somewhere as the motto for the Sorghumal, like faith mm-hmm. for the god of death worshippers and Kyrene you know 100% yes that is the motto of the Sorghumal faith okay yeah uh, Banfor has um, by just leaning on the wall and walking forwards made his way around to you um, <laughs> um, looks like at the door and goes the wall. <laughs> yeah I imagine just like burying one shoulder on his head and just walking through bookcases there, just his legs pushing his body. Um, just sort of like, and probably asleep. Uh, looks at the at the gate and and says, um, "I've got one of those right here," and pulls out his axe sword and sort of pushes it at the gate as though he can fit it into one of the axes. Yeah, I'm it's I'm pretty key here and there's a it's a puzzle. I think this is I think I mean like it's your sword blade thing, right? So I have the key. Yeah, yeah. it's it's Sorghumal, right? Like do we want to go through here? I think I mean I think this this thing, this new decay is, is Sorghumal, right? Yeah. And she's kinda looking yeah, at the both right. of you. Kyrene so, will know that um Brugians worship Sorghumal because um, they are like a hardy warrior people. Devil says, I might be a little worse for wear, but literally this is death's door. <laughs> do you want to do, do this? Well, I mean, technically, if it is Sorghumal, if this is Sorghumal, I mean, he's not just death, right? He's like, he's more than death. He's like pain and shit too. Agreed. It yeah, could, I, know, I mean, like, we might die, but we might also die like really painfully. Just, yeah, but just... you know how you can die by being run over by a cow. Yes. More likely. <laughs> and points at the door. <laughs> well, technically, I've heard of more people being run over by hogs, but sure, you know, like the theories still. Potato, potato. Yeah. So I the nominate you to open the door. The man with the sword axe thing that matches this door. I mean, we'll be right I, behind I, first you. of all, I nominate me to have a bloody nap. Number one, I think. This is why I ugh, don't drink all the whiskey next time. If Just pace yourself. There was something else to keep me up. And he stares um, at Marley. <laughs> it's, it's about midday, you would estimate. Um, and on the door, there is, um, like, where you would imagine it would be, there's, like, an iron plate with a keyhole in it. 
Okay. An iron plate with a keyhole. Um, can I roll some healing dice? Uh, yep. Yeah, if you, I, I mean, 12. if you want to have an, an hour short rest, if you want. I mean, you can ask the group if they want to. Well, they rest probably. Are, oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. I'm on twelve. Um. Cool. So, I mean, you guys have a short rest. Does anyone else do any healing of any kind? Kyrene, you don't need to. No, I'm good. I yeah, I can't remember how many spell slots I've got left. So. Uh... None, I think. Oh no! Actually, I did actually record them from the live show. Look at me being good. So. Oh my god! I temporarily yeah. forgot about Hodge. <laughs> 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 I'm so excited. Some friend you are. <laughs> he just leaves, follows Goose up the mountain. <laughs> During this short rest, you were contemplating uh, opening this door, whether or not you would. Um, I think we should. Um, if we we're should. talking about it. Yeah, I think we should, because if it goes into the castle, then we just have to woman up and get it done. You know, Kyrene, have you explained your motivations for wanting to join them under the castle? No. I love that we're just like not bothered. <laughs> yeah. Until I can see proof that I can't easily kill her, like I'm just, I'm just like it's cool if you're here. So I mean, I'm not taking it at anything but face value. Um. Okay, so this this is actually a good time for me to throw something at you that I've been wanting to for a while. Um, oh, you got that bastard! A... Look at the smug smile on your face. <laughs> oh my god, it's a it's a terrifying smile. Oh, by the I way, haven't... guys, use. <laughs> by the way, a uh, hundred zombie wolves. Um, no, don't do you, this to me. <laughs> you, while you are having this short rest, um, so who had the highest passive perception? One of you was 12, one of you was... I was 13. Something? 13. Marley becomes vaguely aware of a presence behind, like, sort of behind her. Yeah. So, and she she even notices um, uh, Hodge, like, turn to, in, to attention and look at something that is behind you. I, I scratch Hodge's ears while I kind of look in the same direction, and I'm like, what is it, Hodge? What is it? Is it uh, bad? You turn around and you see there is a woman standing in the room. She appears to be um, just like this. She's the size of a um, of a human woman. She, is, although she is completely icy blue, um, her eyes, her hair, her skin. Um, it looks like she, like even her clothing, everything about her is like the exact same shade of icy blue. She looks like a woman carved out of ice, like an ice sculpture. How did you get here? And she just sort of eyes you up, and the other two have I, noticed. She, she she ice you up. Um, <laughs> the other two have noticed. <laughs> Sorry, that was such a beautiful, incredible moment. Kyrene <laughs> and Banfor have noticed her by this point too, and she just looks around and then um, she says, "You pissed him off when you killed Chet Grish." Oh God! Oh God! There was a spur-of-the-moment decision, all right? He pissed me off. <laughs> I mean, listen, nobody liked him. Nobody liked Chet Grish. He's an asshole, and I kind of think it's funny, but Urzak wants you to pay a price. <sighs> but he's chaotic. Doesn't he understand the instincts of chaos that just overcame me to throw an arrow his well, fire an arrow his way? <laughs> oh, he understands, and then... 
this woman looks at Banfor and says, and he would never hurt a champion. But you still gotta pay a price. He feels hold on, hold on, hold personally on. offended. Hold on, young young lady. Where are you from? I'm from one of the chaos realms. Where are you from? Is it cold there? Sometimes. Oh, you don't like my form? How about this? And then bloop, she disappears. And standing in her in her place is Trestle Spoon. Oh goes, God, no! Hey guys, not hey. okay. Um, hey, Banfor, Marley. Banfor unlimbers his axe and starts walking forward menacingly. He says, "Oh, you don't want to try and fight me. You trust me. You couldn't kill me. But even if you managed to, you know, pull it off somehow, Uzak would just send someone else to do this." Uh, Can you? Banfor, through gritted teeth, uh, says. If you could look different, that would help a lot. Okay, bloop, Trestle Spoon disappears, and in his space is Goror. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. hello, mate. How are you going? Friends. Goror friends. Friends okay. have yum yum. Look, hey, Goror's Goro great and all, but he's actually yeah. really hard to talk to. Could we could we get <laughs> the fine. icy blue back? <laughs> Goror sad. <laughs> he's gone. Um, and you get there is a hawk toes off into the flask oh my god please do not be fox worthy there is a hawk standing in the room with a large white patch on its left flank that looks like pac-man oh my god and marley can't even at marley and then just opens its mouth as if it's like a human and just says hey everyone it's great to see you (laughs) (laughs) guys this is what he sounds like in my head he looks at Kyrene and says, I've, I've never met you before. Hi, I'm Foxworthy. I trust it, Kyrene. I don't. Uh, I'm going to do an insight check. <laughs> okay. Oh, shoot, that's a 14. Uh, yeah, you, you get the insight that this is just, this is still the exact same creature, woman from before, just taking different forms to fuck with you. Yeah. So Marley's temporarily excited and she's like, that's exactly what I heard in my head when I did speak with animals. Oh my God, it sounds exactly the same. <laughs> and then I'm like, wait, no, not Foxworthy either. Can't you just go back to the original lady who I didn't know? Hey, can you look like Marley's mum? Oh my God. <laughs> or dad, Fo- optional. Fo- Foxworthy disappears and standing in his place is a teenage human boy that Marley will remember as her childhood love tap. Do not be tap. Oh my god. And he runs up to her and like grabs her shoulders and says, Marley, it's been so long. How have you been? Marley starts crying. um, Irene goes, oi, do one for her. Do one for her now, eh? Marley starts crying, thinking this is not fair. Because it's her teenage love of her life. Just popping in front. This what, bitch is what's, mean. What's wrong? what's wrong? Why are you why are you so upset? Because you're not It's me. You're it's not me, tap. tap. You're not tap. And God I wanna see tap. This is um, not fair. And Marley is just in... puts his arm around not tap's neck and pulls him away and goes, Hey. Um, alright. So demon to uh, chosen of the god of death. Uh, <laughs> I see these tap. are the what we're could you be quiet, please? Vis-a-vis, uh, what does he want? I've got, I mean, I've got a couple hundred mice he can hold on to. And then, blip, tap disappears, and then the woman returns, and so you're, like, you've still got your arm wrapped around her, and she gives you this wicked grin, and she says, um, All I want is to bestow upon you uh, a gift of sorts. 
or a curse, depending on where you stand. In exchange for so the gift is a curse. Wait, the price is to take a gift. And who is this well, gift for? <laughs> well, it's for uh, those who took part in killing old Chad Grish. Well, that was really me. And Molly puts out her chin, wipes the tears off her face, and says, it was all Meg. Oh, also, okay, has, um, ah, there's no way that I would know this. Does it seem to me like Kyren is amazed that a demon is talking to her? Yeah, Kyren, how do you feel about, how do you feel about whatever this is? I need to gauge that reaction. And also Uh, that Marley is saying that she somehow killed one. (laughs) She's kind of impressed, but she's a little confused about what's going on. So it hasn't seen uh, a demon before, despite being a monk sort of thing. Like, hasn't no. interacted with the supernatural. No, not really. Interesting. <laughs> Priest, meet God. <laughs> Chef, didn't think it'd show up. <laughs> no, priest, meet servant of God. Anyway, yes. that's not it's anything Marley actually part. says. Marley's yeah. still standing there, chin raised, waiting for her yeah. punishment. The the ice woman breaks free, like <laughs> gently, of of Banfor's like arm around her shoulder, and then holds out an arm, like a hand, to to shake Banfor's hand first. Says, uh, "Oh, how how rude of me! I didn't actually introduce myself. I'm the Ziglamel." All right, Ziglamel, we hug around here, and uh, he hugs Ziglamel. Okay, she gives you a big hug, and as she does, you feel like the arm that went around your back during the hug, like, touch the side of your face, and then you feel like this ice-cold sort of shoot through you for just a second. And then she lets go and looks at you and says, you feel any different? Uh, not really. Do you want to touch anywhere else? I've enjoyed watching you, Banfor. You always make me laugh. That's good. Um, if only I were joking. And then uh, she, turn, she turns her back to you and then walks up to Marley and offers a handshake. Yeah, Marley's not going for a hug. Marley just ten- gingerly puts her hand out. Okay. She shakes your hand and you feel like this ice feeling sort of shoot up your arm. And she says, how about you? Demon killer, you feel any different? Uh, other than a cold arm? Uh, nope. Okay, well, you'll notice the difference soon enough. You've been touched by chaos now. Yeah, well, my life was pretty chaotic already, she says, looking at Bamfor. <laughs> uh, Bamfor looks at her with, like, some understanding of how extremely serious this is. And it's just like, shit. Oh, and uh, one last thing before I go. And then, bloop, she turns into Trantus Grifton. Oh, God. And stands there with a really smug smile. You know this guy. I'm sure you haven't forgotten. He uh, he spent some time in one of our realms. He's out now, back in your world. Just thought you should know that. And then, bloop, gone. I was going to say, because Molly would literally try and thunderclap. <laughs> like, wouldn't even be able to help herself. <laughs> As soon as she saw Trantis. Yeah, you're now left alone. Um, Mechanically speaking, what just happened to you is you were given a chaos curse. Um, I have a, I've made a big list of 
from now on, natural one, natural ones are no oh longer critical fails. Oh my god, I'm so terrified. We've changed the mechanic of the game completely. Um, a nat one is no longer a critical fail. Um, a nat one now um, means you have to roll a d100 to determine what chaotic thing happens as a result of you rolling a nat one. Some of them are good. Most of them are very bad. Oh no. <laughs> Delicious. Nutritious. And do we, we, is there any, we roll out... modify, is there any modification possible? How do you mean? At all? No, like, it's, generally it's just whatever the dice rolls. There's no mods. Just, yeah. Yep. Every yeah, time. I've, I've made a list of things that when you roll in at one, you then roll the D100 and that effect lasts for six seconds. I need some whiskey. I counted five of those uh, <laughs> in the last show we did. There were a lot in the live shows. I don't have a glass. Oh, um, shit, it's writing chickens. Anyway, so as I was saying... So you've been yeah. touched by chaos. Um, this demon, the Ziglamel, is gone. And that's the end of the episode. Oh. Oh. Well, that's not Did what we, I was expecting. We were in the same room, weren't we? You're still in the one room. You have not left. Yeah. I got a wolf, though. You did get a wolf. And, and you yeah. got a monk friend. And a monk friend, yeah. And some blood weed. And that's how we enter chapter three, a monk, a wolf, and a chaos curse. Eventually, they might end up going through that big door. Seriously, get on with it, you ding-dongs. Don't forget, we love hearing from all of you on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, at Fate of Eisen, and by good old-fashioned email, fateofison at gmail.com. If you want to talk about the show, about your cat, or about a weird cloud you saw, please feel free to drop us a line. This show is on the Necropoticon Network. Head to necropoticon.com to find out about a whole lot of awesome shows about RPGs, true crime, film reviews, whatever. Just do it. Necropoticon.com Do you like sex, magic, space bags, and booze? Well, then you should check out Wheel or Woe. It's a Pathfinder 2nd Edition. Improv heavy. Character-driven podcast. And we're proud members of the Necropoticon Network. You can find us and other great shows at necropoticon.com. Hot damn!